You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a plague, man. You beat up the bullies with your fists, you throw them in jail, everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on The Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your editor-in-chief of the website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. There's tons of great articles, tons of great podcasts, tons of content for you to enjoy. So go there, check it out. It's great. I promise. We've got a great show for you today when it comes to this podcast, this At The Diner podcast that I am a host of, but I am co-hosting with two wonderful folks here. You know them, you love them. Let me introduce them. The first one, not MZ, because that's wrong, because that's what I said in the Patreon podcast. And you can hear this gaff if you'd like. It only takes five bucks a month. And you can hear all of this extra uh, bonus content that we have. Patreon.com slash Great Geek Refuge. There's a ton of extra podcasts that we have there for you guys, where we cover all sorts of different topics. Um, he's a wonderfully talented musical artist. He is also a hardworking man when it comes to this podcasting game because he's got a new episode of The Overflow that just came out. Uh, we've been discussing, talking about uh, various football things when it comes to the next episode of Post Game, which is our sports podcast. Um, but you should check him out on Bandcamp. His name, you already know this, but I'm going to tell you anyways. It's MC Brooks. Learn from Gina Carano and just don't post your L's online. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. It's good advice. You mean to tell me the film of hers that made $804? $800 worldwide. Worldwide. $804. And, and on top of that, still had the fucking MAGA crowd being like, this is woke bullshit. This is too woke. (laughs) Good job, Gina. I just want to point out. Then they, they boochied her. All right, no, we'll talk about that in the episode. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it does tie in because we were talking about The Mandalorian. So yeah. um, <laughs> it's just funny that that's how much money her movie made. And if you break down how much we make on the Patreon, we make almost as much money as Gina Carano, which is oh. now, honestly, I kind of want to make a t shirt GGR, Pirate Radio, making as much money as Gina Carano. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
in in co-host seat number two. When it comes to game, uh, when it comes to video games, when it comes to movies, when it comes to TV shows, when it comes to comic books, this guy is so vastly knowledgeable about these things. We have given him the nickname the Professor. His name is James Rambo. Hey everybody. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't really have anything clever to say, um, but uh, just FYI, Hostess has put out a limited edition Elon cupcake. So keep an eye out for those. They're pretty tasty. Oh wait, a what? A key lime? Key lime. I I thought key you said cupcake. key lime, but the first time you said that, you know how sometimes you'll hear something and it takes your brain a second to process what was said. Sure. At first, I thought you said Elon cupcake. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I thought. I like, no. Okay. All right. So no. okay. Right. <laughs> no, there's no Elon Musk cake. Not certainly not one that I'd buy. Uh, first off, musk cake doesn't sound that appetizing. Nothing about him sounds I mean, appetizing. it's probably very salty if it was a thing. Hey, there he goes. <laughs> hey, zing. More of a scone. Um, <laughs> You'd spend a lot of money for it, and it would just ultimately disappoint and be racist. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about the renaissance that is happening in the career of Mr. Pedro Pascal, because I can't think of a single episode that we've done of GGR Pirate Radio or at the diner where the focal point was two giant franchise shows starring the same actor. I, I can't think of one. I can't think of an instance where we've had anything like that. Um, I mean, could it have happened? Yeah, possibly. But I mean, like, well, I, sort, sort of recently with, uh, I mean, not, well, not on TV because was, it was like Jonathan Majors just had Quantumania and Creed just came out Friday. Yeah. Okay. You know what? But yeah, we haven't we haven't talked about uh, Creed. But um, well, fuck. Maybe we need to. Maybe the next episode we do will be the Jonathan Majors podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, because I got to watch Creed three. I haven't seen it yet. Um, plus, that dude, you, the amount of work that that dude has done in the gym just to be in physical fitness to be able to play Kang and to play. Well, uh, what what role is he playing in Creed three? I don't know the character's name. I don't know either. The, somebody, the, somebody the that's antagonist, basically. He's somebody the, yeah. who's fighting yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not yeah. Clubber Lang. Yeah. Oh, which is unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> Clubber Lang Jr. Could you imagine him just chewing scenery, just reciting shit that Mr. T said in Rocky Three, like looking at Michael B. Jordan and be like, "Hey, Michael B. Jordan, tell your wife she want a real man. Come see me." <laughs> like, yeah. just calling him a paper champion the whole time. Fuck, that would be oh. great. Just like in the ring, pounding his gloves together, looking at him going, dead meat. Like, fuck, it would be great. <laughs> I love Rocky Three so much. That Oh, that's such a good oh movie. Oh, my God. Uh, that's also where Eye of the Tiger came from. Anyways, ADHD moments. Uh, let's push those aside. Let's focus on the Pedro Pascal podcast that we're doing. Um, let's start with Mandalorian. Uh, and then we'll get into Last of Us because as we, yeah, well, no, maybe we need to do Last of Us because, yeah, like yeah, we said, we don't like, yeah, we can't end on a bummer, can't, okay? You can't yeah. End on tragedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Last of Us. Let, let's talk about this. I, first off, Pedro was only in about mm, two minutes of this episode because he yeah, was basically was. just like dying. Um, but like Ellie, this was an Ellie episode completely, and it was so well done. This is another episode where they do what they did with Bill and Frank, where you get this like snapshot of this beautiful day, this beautiful moment, um, this this love, 
in a horrible thing that's going on in this this zombie apocalypse and just seeing the interaction of ellie and um riley, blank, riley, riley. thank you ellie and riley like all of it and and also i like did you all also enjoy you didn't get to see it but you got to see, hear about the after effects of ellie just just beating the brakes off that girl oh. in the gym like, oh yeah yeah oh my God, disappointment i get to see that oh yeah yeah she's ellie's got a black guy she's like yeah but i gave her 15 stitches so i think we're good um that's yeah. a lot of stitches to get from just like a physical fight like no weapons yeah. involved that means that punch. means that she probably punched her knocked her down and kept punching her repeatedly like that that's the only way you're getting dog, 15 dog, stitches dog walking, oh yeah just just gonna embarrass the shit out of her oh, it's like a foot on her oh, like yeah. she's so much bigger <laughs> oh phenomenal ellie gives zero fucks um yeah, but I, I really enjoyed the whole dynamic of of Ellie and Riley's friendship, but then also their love. I like this 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 crush because who hasn't had a relationship like that where you had like a big crush on somebody and then you get to do something like that? It, it, it made it felt like childhood, except for you know yeah. mushroom zombies. Um, yeah, and like setting it in the mall was so cool, but like an empty mall where it's all to yourself and you yeah. And like the whole time I'm watching this episode, and then I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and finish up and pass it on to you guys. The whole time I'm watching this episode, every single time something good happens, I'm like, mm, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. They had this beautiful moment uh, in the uh, picture booth. Ah, uh, there's going to be a fucking mushroom zombie that's going to jump out in just a second. Like I just kept waiting for it to happen. And then it did. Um, but I really like that, that this ended the way it did because it showed it answered the question of what was the incident that caused the bite in the first place for Ellie, for her to find out that she couldn't get infected, basically. So where do we go from here kind of thing? Um, and like, we also don't know what happens to Riley. I mean, we assume that she she dies. Um, I'm curious now if I look back into the video game, if there's anything that comes, comes up with Riley. I doubt it, but like... I might, I might not even, because honestly, like, I kind of like just waiting and, and seeing how this plays out because I've really enjoyed this series so far. And like, in looking at the storyline of the video games, it hasn't ruined any of this for me um, thus far. But now I'm kind of like, I'm so into this that I just want to like, just back off and just like, see how it transpires. But um, another great episode, like there, there has not been a single episode in this series yet that I've just been like, meh, that was okay. Every single one of them has been a banger. Um, MC, we'll start with you, and then Rambo, uh, you can uh, bring us home on this one. Um, what'd you think of this episode? Uh, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I mean, the, the the quality, the fact the show has managed to maintain this level of quality in terms of its storytelling and performance of the actors with every episode is is just incredible. Um, I, and it, it answered the question that I that, that I also have in terms of like, well, like what you know, what happened with Ellie prior to the events of the show that kind of led her to this point. Um, yeah, because I always love getting that, that, that kind of backstory uh, to kind of figure out, you know, what happens. Um, and much like the Bill and Frank episodes, you know, they, they, they do a great job of really getting you very invested in these characters and this relationship that's budding, this friendship um, turned relationship kind of uh, over the course of an episode, 
And I, Mike, I, I kind of had the same feeling you had in terms of like, I was very unsettled while watching it because I'm like, this is so adorable. But I'm like, all right, well, like when is, when is the trauma coming? Because I know it's coming. Yeah. But when, when is the trauma coming? I can't, I can't sit here. Like I, I like I love love and like I, I love just seeing how like it, it reminded me a lot of like having crushes when I was like 13 and wanting to impress your crush and doing something uh, like show them something that you that's really cool or taking them out to like a carnival or some shit like it seemed it seemed really cool or just hanging out at the mall like honestly which is a big thing yeah and just and, and honestly I kind of fell for the okie doke too. Because when uh, Riley was talking about like she's just leaving, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's just that's just it." And then when Ellie like ran away, I was like, "Oh, fuck!" I was like, "Oh, damn, that sucks." Well, at least it's kind of like a a decent like this is like not the worst possible ending that this could that this could possibly have. And then when Ellie went running, and then when the you know the mushroom zombie just popped out of nowhere. Dude. And that whole sequence, I was like, oh, fuck. It's like, I knew it. it especially because they, it, it got to a point when they had the fight, when, when they had the initial fight, I was like, there are 10 minutes left in this episode. This this is not it. I was like, all right, yeah. fuck. There's something worse coming. And then it ultimately, ultimately, it, it uh, you know, it, it happened. And, you know, like, I, I don't remember, I don't remember much I'm, I'm assuming riley probably did does end up passing in the aftermath uh of that and that's probably a big driving force for for ellie or, or one of the reasons that she uh feels bad about uh getting close to people and and everything um but yeah it just it just really really hit home and i do want to just like shout out storm reed who plays riley because uh she I, i've only seen her in like a handful of other things uh, she did a wrinkle in time the ava duvernay movie a few years ago which was not a good movie, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad movie because of because of Storm's performer. She 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 did the best that she could with what that was. But um, like I'm, I'm glad that I, I was I was really glad to kind of see her in this role. And you know, like I I really bought the dynamic between her and Ellie. I thought they had really good chemistry on screen together with with all of their all of their scenes and. Yeah, this 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 episode just it just hit home. Like I just yeah, I, I immediately needed to go like look at some happy shit after watching it. So I, like, I just yeah, I was like you, I was like I can't keep doing this. You know, you giving me forty five minutes of like warming me up and getting me invested, and then you're just like, yep, just gonna snatch all that joy from you in the end. Have fun. Um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a great episode, and uh, I'm kind of sad that we only have two more episodes left after this, but. Like yeah, yeah. It was, this was this was awesome. I um, it's it's interesting you say that because I uh, I had a similar reaction, but a, a little bit different. Um, because the the sad was yeah, I mean it was it was it was again as I described it in our chat, you know, bummer town USA. <laughs> but like, I actually like the ending of it was was kind of uplifting for me because Ellie. Well, like yeah, kind of, of it, yeah, yeah, she like grit her teeth and she was like, no, I'm not letting this happen again. Exactly. She's like, I'm staying. I'm, I'm gonna. This person matters to me, and I thought that that was like, she turned her grief and sadness into something actionable, and I thought that that was yeah. kind of awesome. Um, also, did you guys notice that they were listening to "Take on Me" by Aha in this mm -hmm. song or in this episode when they were going through the mall? When they're on the carousel, the carousel ah, yes, plays. Yes, the slow, the slow down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Did I steal your thunder on that one, Rambo? It was. It's very much like I, I was going to say. I'm like, did y'all catch the, the very clear indicator that something bad yeah. was going to happen? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Katie were watching it, and it starts playing. We're like, oh, what is that? Oh, it's it's uh it's Friday. I mean, look, I, I said it's fucking Sunday. I'm in love. I can't remember music. Uh, and she's like, it's Friday. I'm like, oh yeah, Friday. I'm in love. Uh, but but the cure. Oh, oh no. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's a song from the eighties. Something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> Fuck! Oh, it was the eighties. God damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the guarantee of like something bad is going to happen. I didn't. I forgot about that. And <laughs> oh no! Yeah. See, I was just going for the fact that they they um did a it was like a carousel version of yeah, that right. song and a calliope version. Yeah, yeah. Or calliope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, oh yeah, and like now there's a whole nother like yeah yeah bad shit happens when 80s music plays i was i was with both y'all where i was like um yeah wait for the other shoe to drop like there's too many positive things going on yeah but then it was like well maybe maybe this will just be like a nice episode this will just be like something positive happens and then they get on the carousel we figure out that song i was like oh no something terrible is going to happen (laughs) i was like i was like hoping it's like like maybe riley will show up and like they'll run into her in like wyoming or something yeah she 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 got to the fireflies there just something other than the inevitable no no oh man yeah rambo what say you my man yeah no i'm I'm, uh i'm fine with more bill and frank episodes uh just to fuck everybody's day up um (laughs) yeah i recognized storm reed but i couldn't place her and i thought it was wrinkle in the wrinkle in time i'm like i didn't see that though she plays Bloodsport's daughter in the suicide squad yes that's right yes and that's that was like oh shit yeah that's where i know you from um but yeah she was great um Bella Ramsey just continues to be fucking awesome. Um, I I I remember seeing in her in her room the Mortal Kombat two poster. I was like, that's a very particular poster to have up. Yeah. And then when that, and then when it shows up in the arcade, I'm like, oh, uh, that's yeah. And that's also how if you watch the um the spe- like the um behind the scenes shit after that episode, they talk about like how I guess somebody had said, well, how the fuck would they know how to do the uh, the fatalities? Yeah. And it was like, it was like, because they probably, she probably found like a magazine or something like that and read them. Sure. Yeah, because that's well, how you would have done it back then. Some of them, but, but some of the, like some fighting games actually had the move list. Yeah. Like on the special the, moves list yeah. on the, like right below the screen mm-hmm. and just above the controls. Oh shit, that's right, yeah. Um, But I don't know if they would have the fatalities in there. Uh, the fatalities that, were like a secret thing, yeah. That was one of the things me and Katie were watching, I was like, this show's bullshit. Like there's no way she's You have any idea how fucking hard it was to find those? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Pulling them off is is bad enough, but even learning yeah. how to do them, uh, uh, or like like finding the information at all is like is fucking impossible. Well, yeah, um, and like that, if they wanted to be realistic, which we, we we were talking about this in the cold open, if they wanted to be realistic, she would have tried to do the fatality and she would have fucked it up, and your character would have just stood there and done nothing. We're just like, like uh, 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 ex- ex- exactly. And just like, I didn't do the fireball. This bullshit. Yeah, like punch, 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 air. <laughs> like, like you win. Um, yeah, I uh, I was really uh, just con- continue to be impressed with that show. Um, the uh, 
<laughs> the 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 dance sequence and the and the kiss and and the spirit Halloween store was great. Yeah. Um, by the way, they had to build all that shit. I know like, all the yeah. stores and things. Like yeah. they had to make all of that. Um, I mean, obviously, like you know, the carousel, you just rent a fucking carousel. But but yeah, anytime there was like a proper set, that's that's something they had to build, uh, including the Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it just, it's yeah. doing a really good job of, um, showing just how bad The Walking Dead got, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and really showcasing, um, really leaning on, like, the, the fact that this is a human story, um, and not a zombie story, and the zombies are a backdrop, um, they show up and you have to deal with them, but it's really what this plague has done to the world and humanity at large. Like, it's a big fucking deal that there's that commune in Jackson Hole. Um, it's it's really super significant. And and when you see things like, um, like Ellie buying into the Fedra nonsense about, like, you could be really important here, you could be an officer, you can be really significant. And her and Riley arguing about Fedra versus the Fireflies, um, and both of them talking from places of indoctrination, and both of them really coming from places of ignorance as well, not really knowing what they're talking about, not really knowing uh, the significance of, of what that argument means, yeah. um, is great, because yeah, it's, it's, it is two children having an argument about uh, uh, politics and both of them only know the one side they've really been exposed to. Um, Riley has a little more information, but not much. Um, and, and it makes me think I, I, I do think that this came from a, a genuine and earnest place when she's saying, you know, um, you know, when, when, when Ellie's like, you know, talking about bombing bombing things she's like you know uh and like killing civilians she's like i'd never let them do that and i think she really means that when she says it out loud mm -hmm. but but again the the point of view of a child later on when she talks about having to um having to go to this new location she says i tried to i tried to get to let them make uh i tried to get them to let me bring you and they wouldn't let me and it's like you're you're going to be able to stop them from bombing locations where there are civilians and casualties, but you couldn't make them bring let like let you bring somebody else with you. Those yeah. two things don't make sense. And right. I don't think it's a lie. I do think she really genuinely means like no, I'll be able to stop that because that's that's I won't let them hurt you. Um, it's the it's the naivete of, of of being a child, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Um, and I think to some degree, like, could could speak to um, the perspective of just someone who signs up with the Fireflies. Yeah. Like, you are, you hope that what you're doing is for the best. Yeah. Um, the, I I always I went with with this thing uh, with the the um, you know like fascist uh, uh, dictatorship and. Um, uh, a fresh regime versus uh, rebellion, 
um, I come back to Rogue One, and there's that sequence in Rogue One where the I think he's a pilot. It might have been a pilot. He's a, a rebel, and and it's he, he's just defected, and yeah, um, he meets um, uh, Force Whitaker. Fucking um, what is his character's name? Saul Guerrero. Saul Guerrero. Yeah, he meets Saul Guerrero for the first time, and he's like he's excited at first, and then he meets him, and he's fucking terrified. Um, and I I I love how much they they. Uh, drew a parallel between Vader and Saul Guerrero, where you hear him and they sound the same. Um, they both have the wheezing uh, uh, and like the pull off the oxygen. Um, and it's one of those like, no one, not everybody in the Empire has met Vader, yeah. but everyone's got a Vader story and everyone has heard what Vader sounds like. Um, and the idea that like, you know, you're basically dealing with two sides of the same coin. Do you think if you go from Fedra to the Fireflies, you know, you're doing the right thing no matter what? And it's like, well, maybe. It, it, it's, it will certainly stop this particular thing from happening. It will prevent these per, 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 per particular problems. But that doesn't mean that you're going to the moral and ethical high ground. Um, it means that you're just taking on a different stance and a different perspective. You know, yeah. if Fedra ends up winning at the end of the day, the Fireflies are terrorists. If Fedra loses, then the Fireflies are freedom fighters. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's the whole American Revolution, the British versus the, you know, oh, Americans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all that. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I wish I had more to say about this episode. It just, it's just so fucking good. Like they keep, you know, there were definitely a couple of times where I'm like, this might be taking a little too long. This set is very obviously a set. Uh, like when they're, when they're bouncing between the rooftops, yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is definitely happening a lot. <laughs> we sure are doing this for a while. Um, but, uh, but yeah, overall, uh, I'm really pleased with it. I thought that the scene with Ellie and the officer in his office, um, it's fun. It, it you go through the whole sequence and you're like, yeah, there could really be a, a positive place for her, and, and she could be, uh, uh, you know, do pretty well for herself. And like, oh yeah, in the fascist regime. Oh no, that's how easy it is. That's how simple it is. That guy doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. That guy thinks he's he's doing the right thing. He's like, th this is the way we maintain order. Like, if not for Fedra, everything would be a fucking mess. Yep. And people would be killing each other in the streets. Mm -hmm. He genuinely believes that what he's doing is the right thing. Um, and that's how it happens. Um, and again, that's in this fucking Mushroom Zombie show. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I've been consistently pleased with this fucking show. Yeah, 100%. Um, one of the things that was great about this episode is I, I mentioned before the whole like nostalgia of like having crushes and like these things that your crush that your crush will say to you and you don't really think about it until later and being like oh okay that actually meant something when they said that like when they're standing in front of the Victoria's Secret store and she goes oh my god could you imagine you wearing that and like at first you're just like 
putting yourself in the shoes of Ellie being like, if your crush said that to you, you'd just be like, oh yeah, that would be ridiculous. Why would I wear... Does she want to see me in my underwear? <laughs> Hang on. Hold up. Back up. <laughs> yeah, like it was... Yeah, that was great. I love... Yeah, and and shout out to the, the set dressers and designers for this because like they did a really, really good job of taking like every single thing that you saw and making it look like it was falling apart. And like, I thought that was awesome. Like every single one of those stores, like Panda Express, for instance, like the, the lights are all busted and messed up. And like, yeah, just a, just an overall really, really well executed um, job. Everything looked like exactly like it should because you don't know exactly how long it's been at that point. Because I, I, I don't think they gave us a year. Um, wait, no, because Ellie's still probably about the same age as she is now. And it has to be yeah. relatively within like the last year or so. Yeah, it's been... 20 years since the thing started yeah we're rather yeah, probably yeah it's so, been like some months like that's me i, I kind of got the impression it was like a couple months before yeah like everything yeah yeah but overall just just great shit uh any parting remarks on this one before we hop into uh the next part of uh the pedro pedro fest uh 2023 <laughs> yeah. uh no sir yeah not really just i mean i'm enjoying seeing uh uh, Joel and Ellie's relationship continue to grow, though. So that is, e even as as uh, Pedro didn't have much time in this episode, it was still like seeing them clasp hands at the end. Like, like that's where the the the, the warm feelings came for me at the end. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Yeah, and we get to watch it tonight. Hooray. So the next yeah. episode is on tonight. Um, what we'll do is we'll split this into two shorter episodes. Um, so for all of those out there listening, thank you again. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, tune into the next episode. We're going to be talking about the first episode of season three of The Mandalorian, which also stars Pedro Pascal, um, because it's all Pedro all the time here at the Great Geek Refuge for the next couple of weeks. Um, so big thanks to MC Brooks. Big thanks to James Rambo and to all you wonderful listeners out there. Thanks to you, too. Stay tuned for the next episode. And remember, folks, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>